Coming to you from the Underground Studio, this is the Sipping Social Podcast. My name is Mike Carl. I'm here with my boy and certified bourbon steward, Garrett Turnquist. Yo. We also have our stellar producer on the mic, Johnny. Say what up. What's up? We're here to dive into all aspects of the restaurant industry. We truly love what we do and more so we love talking about it. We're going to pour, sample, review anything you need to know about. Pour yourself a cocktail and join us on this journey. Let's Let's go. go. Welcome back, guys. Uh, episode 30 of the Sipping Social Podcast. Um, it's been a while, but we're actually sitting at the Underground Studio, uh, and we're super happy to be here. I'm sitting with Johnny and Garrett. What up, boys? What's up? What's up, dude? What uh, What are we sipping on today? Uh, I'm sipping on the uh, Eagle Rare Benny's Pick. Nice. It's delicious, man. Nice. Uh, Garrett brought that over, so uh, another uh, nice little hand-me-down I got. <laughs> not a hand-me-down <laughs> well I mean, I mean i did try, try it before i gave it to you but yeah i mean it was open it's a little bit of sloppy seconds but i'll take it <laughs> yeah i always sloppy take sloppy seconds, seconds on bottles for sure <laughs> awesome what do you got g uh big shout out to uh the the warrior barriers barrel society our facebook group that i that uh actually i didn't find they found me which is cool and uh it's a bunch of guys who literally all they do is do barrel picks there's no buying or trading or selling of any bottles and their stuff and it's maybe the most wild group I've ever been a part of. Nice. Where they call out people for chugs. So, like, if I could, if I called out you, Mike, for a chug, I would have to do one myself, and then you would have to chug a beer or take a pull out of a bottle, and then you nominate somebody else for a chug. So, like, on Friday and Saturday nights, um, you like scroll through the page, and there's just all these videos of people just ripping massive <laughs> amounts of whiskey at one pull. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, but they, one of their picks is from Barrel Barrel Bourbon. Cool. Which we've uh, we've talked about them a little bit before. They don't they don't create anything. They source all of it and they blend barrels. This is a single barrel from them. It tastes a little bit like Dicko, but um, it's a 14 year, 118 proof. So big shout out to uh, Julius and Philip and Ramon who uh, put that all together. Uh, this is a great bottle. Nice, nice. I'm uh, with the tried and true over here. Some half acre Daisy Cutter, uh, one of my favorite beers. Let's have a little cheers and a nice little podcast. First one back since yeah. COVID. Cheers. Cheers, Here boys. we go. Ah, that's tasty. <clears throat> I want to give a little shout-out myself to Michael Verive. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name, but that's what I'm going with, from Fox Valley Whiskey Society. It's a Facebook whiskey group that Garrett got John and I into. Uh, last week, Michael had us on their podcast, which is The less, the Glass Less Traveled. A lot of fun. Uh, we recorded live on Facebook. I think we had about 20 viewers max at one point, but we've gotten a lot of views since then. Um, and found out the dude is moving and just want to say good luck to you, brother. And we really appreciate you having us on last week. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I also enjoy this called the glass less traveled because they do mostly their interviews on zoom or whatever like that. And yeah. he literally traveled to come and do that with us. So the glass much traveled. Nice. Yeah. And there was much glasses <laughs> for yeah. sure that were traveled <laughs> down my, my, there was a gullet. lot of glasses that uh, went off the clean shelf and into the, uh, dishwasher. Yeah. So. A lot of glasses period. Uh, but if you do want to check out that video, it is on his YouTube channel. Um, glass less traveled uh, just check it out on YouTube so yeah, the, the, link, the link is on our Facebook page and, and the Instagram page too or no uh, I didn't get it on the Instagram page page post it uh, yeah we're working on that so we gotta hire the we gotta fire the Instagram guy he's terrible so <laughs> get a new Instagram guy but uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, my guy Paul I've done a lot of work with him uh, as a lot of industry people have um, he brought me 
a wonderful bottle of Old St. Nick eight-year uh, ride, a social for me to kind of pour out for some uh, some regulars and bring it here to the podcast to talk about. Uh, we drank all of it, so I apologize. We're not going to get to talk about it now, but it was delicious, Paul. People loved it, and I really appreciate you doing that for us. Yeah, it was good. It's really tasty. And then uh, last shout-out before we get into it, uh, this shout-outs to all our uh, loyal listeners. We really appreciate you guys, um, the ones that we know, encouraging us to get back into this because uh, we took a couple months off. Uh, really uh, just excited to get feedback from people and having people come up to me and be like, hey, where's the podcast? Uh, which was, you know, to me encouraging and, and made me want to get back into it. So just thanks to all our listeners for being loyal and uh, being and doing what you do. Yeah, it is definitely encouraging when you're, when you're out and about and, and somebody that, you know, knows about the podcast will say, hey, man, like, we can't, you know, you miss it or like, we yeah. kind of miss listening to you guys. I keep refreshing my it, uh, it iTunes make, app and there's nothing new coming up. Yeah, what's, what's going on? I, I've had, I probably had like a baker's dozen with the people that actually said something to me about it and that made me start thinking about we need to get back on it. Yeah, it makes you want to keep on doing it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the point is uh, that we want to, you know, teach some things and reach a couple of people and have fun doing it. Yeah, because it's not always about them. It's not like it's like not fun to do or anything like that. It's, right, right. That's uh, like we, the, we have a terrible time. It's not like a, the thing I look forward to every single week. Clearly. But I think if you, if we felt that like this was just <laughs> this audio was just going out into a black abyss and nobody's listening to it, we probably wouldn't do it anymore. So we would just nice drink. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah, just drink and not just record. We'd, the microphone. We'd just be three dudes drinking in front of microphones. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound terrible though. No. No. no, we would have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Say we like everything comes down to it, and like we get like zero listeners, and like we totally fail at this. Mm-hmm. Should we just continue doing it and just tell like our wives? Yeah, we're still one hundred percent. Exactly, yes. they're not listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not listening. They don't know. Yeah, one hundred percent. We're still doing this. <laughs> so there's been a lot that's gone on over the last couple of months. Everybody obviously knows 2020's not been uh, the greatest year, but there's um, some cool things that I think have come out of it. We don't need to dive deep into that, but for me myself. I've decided to embark on a, a nice little beer journey. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit when we uh, come when we get to drink the beer and talk about the ones that I brought. Uh, Gary, what about you? Anything uh, good going over the last couple months, or anything you want to talk about in Glen Ellen? That's, yeah, uh, we're doing. Uh, I'm doing a single barrel pick with Elijah Craig. Um, nice for it'll run through Maze and Mash, but it's not like we're not promoting it through Maze and Mash. It's just that's the 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 vessel that is coming through to Illinois cool. on. Um, so I'll be posting uh, uh, information that to our page. If you wanted to buy a bottle, I'm doing it through another group that I'm a part of uh, that they're going to support most of the barrel. Um, it should be pretty good. The samples should be coming in this week, and then I, we, me and the admins of this other group uh, will figure out a time to taste them, and it should be pretty good. And then we just did a uh, – we just picked – you and I did – we just picked two single barrels of Eagle Rare. Mm-hmm. Tasty. They're, yeah, they're terrible. No one wants them. <laughs> Don't drink them. I'll drink them all. Uh, so Johnny's drinking the Eagle Rare single barrel pick. Now, I think that's become like one of my uh, wheelhouse uh, bourbons. So the the fact that we got two is pretty awesome. Uh, so both, those, both those will be available in Maze? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the bottling for Eagle Rare is set up for November 11th. Who knows if that's actually going to happen or not. So we should see it around the new year. We should probably see both barrels sometime around January. Or all three barrels sometime around January. Nice. And the the, the Elijah Craig's just the, the small batch? Yeah. Um, single barrel? Mm-hmm. Nothing changes in the proof? It's still the same? No, they don't do high proof okay, uh, cool. single barrels. I've, I've fought them for a while to try to get one of those, and they just won't do it. That's cool. Yeah, whatever. It's You know I love it. Well, then it's great. It's, I think it's a great bottle for like 24 or 25 bucks. It's a great bottle. We put it in our Manhattan, and everybody loves it. How about it? Yeah. 
It's really good. You guys and your journeys, man. Crap. So, Jenny, what's your journey? What's you what you been well, doing to, and what are you doing? I mean, my journey is just like rolling out of bed every day about eight thirty, then getting on the computer at nine. Uh, you know, working my job from my remote job. Uh, I used to work work, in a, work at Jesus. I used to work in a marketing agency downtown, but obviously with the coronavirus, every everything stopped, and so everybody's remote now. So it's just a weird feeling of not having to travel and be around people. You just get out of bed and you, and you sit in front of your computer and you do your job and you don't feel like you're a part of a company anymore, but mm. you are because you're still working on the projects. It's very weird, very weird feeling. When do you think you'll go back? They say like after the new year, like things will start, you know, kind of rolling back into it. Um, but the thing is though, with all these like, you know, coronavirus is kind of, I mean, it's a big deal, obviously, right? There's 200,000 people that lost their lives for it, but now it's more about people are have this fear of going downtown because of all the rioting and, and stores being looted and, yeah. and things going on like in the loop area. But, um, yeah, I mean that might delay it a bit obviously, but I think after the new year we'll probably get back to it. Like I said, it's just a weird feeling of not really feeling a part of anything. And then like Joanna comes home from work and being around people. I'm like, what is life like <laughs> being around people? And like, what's the outside world? Like, um, let's say, let's say in, <laughs> hypothetically, right? March 1st, you go back to the office, right? Yeah. What day do you get a haircut? Uh, at least a, a day before, if not a week before. You're not going to ride that into the office? No. So oh. I'm, yeah, I've been growing the, the mane out, so it's, it's, it's getting pretty long. It looks great, I look like Jan. a big dirt bag over yeah, here. So. Yeah, no, 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 no. It looks fantastic. There, there was a lady at social not that long ago. She couldn't take her eyes off you, and her oh, husband yeah? was like, yeah, Mark's wife. Oh, yeah. she was just like man you look great and he's like take it easy take it easy she's like yeah everything looks great from over here That's can you funny. can you wear a hat into work oh yeah perfect yeah just if i'm going to a client meeting i gotta have my hair done whatever but that's all right just look it back you'll be you'll be fine yeah yeah so so jenny so jenny what's the journey you're gonna go on you're gonna find a find a journey or you're just trying to find life again i guess my journey is growing my hair out rolling out of bed working online and just waiting for the day we get to back get back to it at the office and go downtown. Cool. So obviously with with COVID, Sounds you know, really this boring. is a good transition. <laughs> good transition. You know, talking about restaurants and how COVID has uh, affected restaurants. Everybody's day to day lives are being affected, obviously. But um, restaurants are really taking a big hit. There's a lot of restaurants that are going down. Um, a lot of restaurants that won't survive this winter. If you have restaurants that you love that are still around, uh, especially local. Um, buy gift cards, go support those now uh, before the, the lean months come. Because uh, if we don't get back to a little bit of normalcy, I think res- restaurants are going to have a tough time of it. Yeah, the, so the protocol in the city and the suburbs are totally different, right? They're, it's all about what county you're in. In downtown Chicago, I don't think you're allowed to go into a bar inside. Or maybe it's just like only like 25% capacity. So it's like really, really small. But they're allowing you to build like structures out on your sidewalk to put more tables in, which is basically just being inside again. Uh, so, but you can have plastic sheet walls, but you can't go inside. It's just really goofy. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so then, in the suburbs, we a lot of places have a lot of outdoor dining. We both do. Yeah, right um, now. That's all really weather dependent too, right? Yeah. If it's if it's really cold out, no one's sitting outside. Right. Um, so, now is a great time if you wanted to go out do a grab a bite to eat if you really want to sit if you really uh don't want to sit inside go sit outside somewhere um support the places that you want to be around a year from now yeah because if you don't they may not be 
Yeah, and, and definitely for the winter time, uh, do as much curbside and to goes as yeah, possible, that's and uh, that, that's really gonna carry a lot of restaurants through the winter. So, you know, even if it's just once a week to one of your favorite places, that's that that will help tremendously. Also, do you really want to cook seven nights a week? No, especially if you got kids. Mm. Nah. I did have a question that came from one of our listeners that I heard off of uh, last week's recording with Michael Vervey, um about you guys and sort of like your take on the whole curbside takeout. I know but going in before COVID, you guys weren't a big fan of like Grubhub and all that and, and sort of online ordering and food takeout, that kind of stuff. I still don't so, like them. So do you still not like it? No. Or is it just, is I'd like it to just, differentiate yeah, yeah. between what you're talking about. Okay. So you're talking about third-party delivery. Um companies i think just you you were mentioning that in in kind of in general like the whole takeout you know having to like bag everything and sure well we're we're starting to learn now that you gotta kind of make it more of a fine-tuned process and our company is actually about to go to having it be all online um which is going to make it a lot easier so we don't have to take phone calls we don't have to punch anything in we don't have to take the payment um there's going to be some growing pains in the first month is the whether or not turning it off at certain times during our busier times or accepting a certain amount of to-goes. Uh, but as far as third-party delivery companies go, that's completely different. Yeah, like I think we were bitching about before. We yeah. were bitching yeah. before like getting to-go orders in the middle of a rush. I think that was like... like from from the, from the third parties because they don't have all the information. They don't have temperatures for the burgers. They don't have the sides. Especially if they're not signed up with them. They don't... Yeah, they're just some guy calling. It's just in. misinformation. There's a lack of go wrong. If they don't, if the customer doesn't get what they want, then they blame us. Yeah, and we're not allowing them to use our name. So um, we're gonna stick. We're gonna stay away from third party uh, deliveries forever. Um, but yeah, so as far as online ordering goes, and that that's definitely something that we're working towards. But not worth other people can make money off of it. It's so we make all the money. Okay. So to sum it up, third party still sucks. Yeah. yeah. And you they, guys, take, they you, you guys take a lot of percentage. Personally, your company has made it better for an internal process and Correct. an external process for right. people to order. Right. And then yeah. thirdly, because you know your place isn't slammed, you have the time basically to cater to people. Well, then that are in house, front yeah. of the house, taking yeah. care of people at the bar, taking care of people yeah. at the tables, giving proper service for well, people. Well, if dining. like uh, if we can only serve half the tables inside now, that means half the staff is gone. That other half, that half staff could then go work on curbside pickup. Like, yeah, that's so true. Like, you actually might have a better, more efficient crew, more efficient crew than you would having like you know a bunch of seventeen, I, nineteen year old hosts. I think December, January, and February are going to be heavily relied upon for curbside and to goes for sure. And I think it'll be similar to how it was when we first opened up uh, that racket. I agree with all that. Cool. All right, sweet. Um, we're gonna kind of talk about. So we're kind. We kind of been talking about the restaurant industry. Um, obviously. Our listeners know about the, the term we coined, yeef. yearly industry ebb and flow. I haven't heard Garrett say that in a while. It makes me extremely happy. Yeef. All right. So initially, with all this COVID stuff, yeef for restaurants is out the window as far as right now. But over the next year, that's going to dictate a lot of what new ebb and flows the restaurant industry faces. <clears throat> and I think a lot of that will have to do with new protocols, new things that um, just make it better for the, the customers as far as sanitary uh, protocols and things of that nature. Gee, what's your take on that? I mean, yeah, the whole like Eve thing, 2020 just screwed everything up, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's, normal. It screwed up Eve. Yeah. Eve changed daily. Yep. So it's, it's impossible to talk about. Today was good. Yesterday yeah. was fine. The day before, not great. I mean, sure. Who knows? Yeah. You so, can just say that all of 2020 is just Eve. Yeah, I mean, Eve. Just We just got Eve. It's a new Eve. 
Yeah, so when when coronavirus is over, it'll be uh, we can start over with the Eve. But right now, it's it's really all depending on if it's warm or sunny out. Yeah. So real uh, hit or miss shifts, to be honest with you. Um, I've had some really really good ones and some some struggling I've ones. Had some really good ones on days that never make money on. That's true. So it's like you'd have no idea. You what have you're no getting idea. Into. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Save a lot of money when you can. Yeah, I've eaten a lot of cold meals standing up. <laughs> that's <laughs> That's that's a good thing. That means you order the food. Yeah, then you, and then, you, then you get busy. And then four hours later, you take a couple bites it's of your perfect. shrimp, and it's you hope you just don't get sick. So you you lose weight. <laughs> and, I have and, lost and weight. And you made money. Yeah, I'm down like 12 pounds right now. Congratulations. Don't tell my wife. She gets mad at me when I tell her that. Oh, boy. Because I'm not working out she's or worried not, about what I'm She's not listening. Mean. She's not listening. Awesome. <laughs> don't tell her. Who's getting thirsty? You guys want to talk about some beer stuff? Yeah. Perfect. So as I alluded to earlier, um, I'm about to embark on a little bit of a beer journey. Um, I probably should have done this a long time ago, and I probably should have started this at the beginning of COVID, uh, because I had about two and a half months where I wasn't doing anything, and this would have been a, that would have been a prime opportunity to do this. We all had a ton of time when yeah. COVID happened. We're like, oh yeah, we'll just get to it later. It'll be a lot of fun. I mean, did nothing. Yeah, I was I was actually for the first ten days I was just a pos, and <laughs> <laughs> I was just I, I literally was the worst. But then after that, I, I changed things around. But the first ten days were were a struggle for me. But um, what I've decided to do is go on this beer journey. Where if you don't know what a cicerone is, um, I'm just going to talk technical real quick. A cicerone is the beer. What a sommelier is the wine. Uh, sommelier is a wine steward uh, that's, that goes through rigorous training and has rigorous knowledge, tremendous knowledge about the background of wine. Every sommelier will tell you that a cicerone doesn't know half of what they do. And we can get a, a, a level one sommelier on here to, to verify that, to be honest with you, if we wanted to. We know, we know one or two of those. I've looked at that to do that. And I just look every time I see it, I go, nah. Yeah. It's way too much work. Well, so let me tell you about this. The Cicerone program is four levels. Level one is just a certified beer server. Uh, you only have to have 75% to pass the test, and it costs 70 bucks. So I did that, Sounds and like I, high school. I passed on the first try. Nice, dude. But <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So um, it, <laughs> what I learned in that, though, I got, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I got 12 questions wrong. Oh, boy. Eight of the 12 questions were all international beers. I don't drink international beers. I don't know anything about international beers. So what that made me realize is that if I was to continue on this and become a certified Cicerone, which I'd like to do or at least attempt to do, um, then I need to really focus on what I don't know about, and that's international beers. So that leads me into what we're about to try today. I figured we try two classic German beer styles, beers I don't normally drink. Um, but from this, the United States. Yes, but let me tell you about this. So they're from the U.S. Hang on, though. <laughs> Hang on. We're gonna, so you remember when we... Um, uh, when we brewed at Crystal Lake, yeah, which they do one? The, they do the revert the first one. They they yeah. this, they talked about how they do reverse osmosis for their brewing. Yeah, and when they find out the minerals that are in the water that come from Germany, Munich specifically, they're able to emulate the water that Munich has with reverse osmosis brewing, and come up with the actual beer style that would be brewed there based on the same water that they use. It's all the same yeast, hops, and ingredients. So while it's brewed in the U.S., it still has all the principalities and the minerals and all the things that it would take to brew a Helles Lager, which is what we're about to taste. The first one is a Helles Lager, which is traditionally made in Munich. So are they do as Dovetail doing the same thing as yeah. the Lake? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll have to fact check that. 
I'm I'm fairly positive that they do do that that they re, they brew in reverse osmosis, but and which allows them the capability of doing that. I will definitely ask the rep the next time uh, I see them, but I'm pr- fairly positive they do that. That guy doesn't know. I'm gonna send him an email tonight. He's also I'm gonna send listening. him an email tonight when I get home and I'm drunk and uh, disapp- disappointed I didn't do my fact checking before <laughs> before we had this conversation. You had a week, but. <laughs> So this is a Helles Lager, <laughs> nice German light beer. It's four point four percent ABV. It's How a, did I get half as much as you guys did? You, it's, you can tell we haven't done this in a while. We haven't done this in a while. I'm sorry, sorry. Johnny. Let me get you a little snippet more. All right, cool. Jeez, I was happy with so, my pork. Garrett wasn't. So this is a nice like golden straw colored yeah. beer. Yeah, you can't see through it. No. Definitely get like some malt like forwardness in there. Oh yeah. Not a, not a ton of nose, though. No, but it's definitely the nose is all malt. And get that second sip in there, Johnny. So as a level one Cicerone, do you... Not Cicerone. I'm not allowed to say Cicerone. Certifi- so certified, certified beer, beer steward. Server. Server. No, server. I like steward. No, you're not, you don't get to make things up. Certified what I like. Okay. I'm going to call you that. <laughs> uh, so how, how are you supposed to try beer? Um, so beer is... Um, with beer, you definitely want to get a full nose in there. Yeah. All right. You want to get a big aroma on it. Uh, most of the aroma is in the foam. So if you're if you're smelling like flat beer and it doesn't have a head, then you're not going to get a lot of aroma. So most of the aroma is in the beer. Um, I like to give it a little swirl to to kick up the aroma. Then I smell it. Deep nose, and then before breathing, take a sip. And enjoy. But I will say this: Let the second. Yeah, sip. that rule stands every time, right? Yeah, no matter well, what. Spe- especially with beer, though. I mean, and actually, I, I just say that actually with all things, yeah. The, the second sip is going to be the tell. Yeah. And and let the second sip be the one that, the, to let you know if you enjoy it or not. Your palate's got to adjust. I find this nice and refreshing. I'm not getting very many floral notes like no. it, like you're like it's supposed to, like a traditional Hellas Lager. But I could chug this. This is really it's good. I like it. Johnny, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not a big lager fan, but this is definitely uh, this is definitely good. I think we have it proper right now. We have it like super cold. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't think it's dry at all on the mouth. Uh, I'm interested in trying the next one uh, just because on the description it says a little more fruity. So I just want to Compa- compare, compare the two. Those. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I think Johnny, I'm in the same boat as you with when we're drinking lighter beers. We like a little bit more crisp back end. Mm-hmm. Like for for like a pilsner, um, but I think this is good. I think it's really good. Yeah, I think in the description that multi sort of forward on it is not my cup of tea. I think that's that's why it's a little bit. I'm kind of deterred a little bit from it, but I think it's a really good sipper though. Cool. Um, Dovetail. All the beers that I've had that they make are pretty good. Um, the Heffenweizen we had on Drafted Social killed. It was like gone in like three days. What uh, what are we rating this? I'm I'm giving it an eight. Um, it's actually I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I like it. I've had other beers of this style that I like a little bit better. Uh, I do think it's really refreshing though. I'm gonna go seven nine, not quite an eight. Cause I'm ex- you're right. I've had other ones I think I like better. Uh, yeah. But if you brought this, oh, if, if there was, I went to a party and there was a pony keg of this, I'm drinking it all night. Absolutely, you could crush this all night. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with a solid seven. Just because you said that, I feel like if, it, if there's a, a giant cold keg of this. 
Uh, you could definitely pound. Oh yeah, I feel like you can play like beer games of this. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I yes, you could. But do you want to pay nine ninety nine for a four pack <laughs> to play beer games? No, but it's only four, four, four point four. So it's not. That's like, true. Absolutely. If you had like a half barrel, of so you're it, saying, you got it on a discount. <laughs> right. You're saying you'd be like a total baller if you had a keg of this at your party. Exactly. Playing beer pong with it. Yeah. Five dollar cups. Yeah. To play flippy cup. You probably have to put like an eight or nine dollar cup for that. <laughs> Seriously, you might have to wear glass. You actually use glassware. <laughs> so, but uh, the Hellas Lager from Dovetail, really, really tasty. The uh, the next one up is going to be the Dovetail Kolsch style ale. Johnny's really looking forward to this. You want to pour this one out, Johnny? Yeah, I do. We've got a certified uh, beer server here, and Johnny's pouring out the beers. That's what happens when you pay the seventy bucks. To yeah, take you the can test. delegate you it. Delegate. Nice, I like that. I need to start delegating. Did we basically say the last one was good to like dip your ping pong ball in? And play? <laughs> no, I'm saying like I, I could I could party with that beer. I mean, it was like it was good to like drink a ton of. But yeah, also ping pong balls. Forty five degree angle when you're pouring the beer. Sorry, dude. Also, one of the for the next um, for the Cicerone, they make you do a three minute video where you pour beer in front of a judge, oh, and then they send that ju- that video out to other judges, and they rate you on your beer pouring style. Jeez. Yeah. At least it's like sounds like it's. Can you imagine like that efficient? You do that all day, just watching videos. You get emailed of people pouring beers. If you drink that much beer to get to that job, yeah, God bless you. Right, <laughs> Mike. Home with no one is under three hundred pounds. Seriously, <laughs> I went no more with judge. a uh, sixty degree pour to give you more head. Thanks, Johnny. I didn't get 40, any head. Forty five degree pour. That's what you got to do. <clears throat> all right, so we got dovetails coast style lager or coast style ale. Um, this comes in at 4.6%. Everybody give it a big nose. Mm-hmm. Shit. What fruit are you supposed to get on this? I think I like the first one better. Yeah, me too. Dang. You can go back and uh, change your... You can change your... Maybe like some citrus in there. I don't get any. <clears throat> super, like light, super like light. light citrus. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I I think it's really crisp. Less I, malty. I, less yeah, definitely less malty. But I like the I like the first one better. This the it's it, the whatever the fruity floral combo is. I think that they those could be make, like kept separate for me. Either make it floral, or make it fruity. I'm just talking. Yeah, yeah just pick one. Just pick, yeah, but th- this isn't bad. It's definitely crisp, but. Like it kind of has that crisp, uh, like a uh, apple cider finish. What hops are they supposed to be using in this? In a cold style ale. That I did not look up. Doesn't say what they. They don't generally give away their recipes. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to say how much of each. But no, like, I know. Where I, tried, getting, I tried. I tried to look fruity? it up. They, they don't put that on the. Hmm. They didn't put it on their website at least. But I, I'll I'll try to do a little bit more research the next time. I'll uh, ask about reverse osmosis osmosis brewing and 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 where the the water comes from, and also I'll get the. Uh, the ingredients. Yeah, the Hellas Lager, Lager, I think, is much better. I think it's it's got a little bit more. Um, I think the mouth feels better. I think it's a little bit more refreshing, and um, it, this kind of like puckers me up in the back a little I bit. I agree. I'm gonna give this one six point nine. Okay. And six. I'm p- passing on it. I'm yeah. gonna buy the Hellas Lager every time. <laughs> okay, now you know yeah. though. Yeah. That's that's sweet. Yeah, six seven five for me. What? Six point seven five. Six point seven five for you. Um, I'm I'm gonna give this a six point five. 
I still feel like that's a fair rating. Um, I don't have to explain myself for that, but uh, it's it, it's I just feel like not, you already have. Yeah, it's just not as good as the first one, so I can't give it better than what I did. But Dovetail, New York, right? No, Chicago. Chicago. Dovetail's uh, in Chicago, so nice and local. Yeah, they support local. I would I would order a Hell's Lager anytime I'm out. There you go. It, it, honestly, for the summer, it's a perfect beer to drink. I think even in the fall, when it's like those like it's like warm during the day and cool at night. That's true because it's still got that maltiness yeah. to it. Yeah. The problem I have with German beers in the summer, though, like these, like if they're not served cold. Yeah. And it's like a warm summer day, and it sits in your. I mean, you got to like sweaty pound feet, it, right? Yeah. And it sits in your, di- you know, sits in your uh, uh, plastic cup or whatever, or your, you know, whatever cup you got, and you're on a patio somewhere. When it warms up, it's just not good. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah you gotta drink. I think you gotta drink them quick and cold. Yeah, I would agree with that. But both these were nine ninety nine at Binnie's. So for us, the Hellas Lager. Not that it was a comparison, but uh, everybody rated that a little bit better. I do think both are really tasty, and I know that Dovetail makes uh, really good beer. So check them out uh, out of the city. Um, you find them at Benny's, any of your local uh, restaurants yeah. like the Burger Social. Yeah, we, we've had the Hellas on a couple times. And Maze and Mash. Then I saw this at uh, the Beer Cellar, too. So I would, oh, nice. If I was to buy this, I would go to the Beer Cellar first before I go to Benny's. There you go. Local. Exactly. Cool. All right, sweet. Um, is anybody getting ready to try some whiskey? Yeah, sure. I kind of want to get the smoke break off my back real quick. Oh, okay. Is that all right? Let's do it. There's no need to go in order. All right. I'm uh, I'm I'm finishing my first cig and then lighting my second one with the first one. Nice. I got two back to back. So I, I think like a third of our customers, listeners, will know what you're talking about. Yeah. What, what is it? Well, there's a phrase that it's called. I, I think it's an F word in there too. So um. Oh yeah. yeah so, right. <laughs> uh, my first one is. I get up in the morning and it's like 60 degrees outside and I'm freezing. Like I don't want to get out underneath the covers. So I put on like jeans and a, and a t-shirt and a, and a hoodie. Jeans and a cute tap. Yeah. And a really cute, and a little, just a little something on top. Just, and, uh, by 10 o'clock I've already shedded the hoodie and then by one o'clock I'm sweating and I have to go change into shorts. And then by the time I'm like, I go inside for dinner or whatever, it's already cold outside and I'm freezing somewhere in shorts. This weather is just killing driving you nuts driving me nuts like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know how to dress anymore yeah it's i i hear that especially at work um like i get to work i'm wearing my clothes it's like normal and yeah. I sit, then i set up like everything it's fine and then like one o'clock comes through and i've sweat through everything and then and then the and sweat then, and, dries and you're freezing right, cold. and then three o'clock and everything's dried and i gotta go home and take another shower <laughs> yeah it's great seriously yeah i, re- I received a uh a, a scooter for my 40th birthday in june and uh because i've been riding it like all around town and uh, I have fall softball starting. So I, I went out and played softball. We had a doubleheader. So I left the house at like 6 to make a six six twenty game. Yeah, it's like 77 degrees outside. Yeah, and then by the end of the second game, I'm riding home. It's fucking freezing. <laughs> oh, especially because you got 35-mile-hour winds in your yeah. face, right? Oh, it yeah. was like a 20-minute drive home. By the time I got home, I was like, you know, uh, dumb and dumber style. Like, <laughs> the tears like coming down the side of your face <laughs> like, from the cold. It's like so freaking cold. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that scoot- those scooters are so much fun, but they're only good for like two months out of the year. Yeah, especially at night. Um, and then my second one is that I haven't bought a new bottle of whiskey in over thirty-five days. Oh boy, let me take your temperature. Let me. Are you okay? I don't. I think I might have the corona. <laughs> you look depressed, actually. <laughs> you tell us now. <laughs> you look, you look, no, I mean, like I think the the whiskey is actually killing off the, the, uh, the don't, disease. Don't tell people that. Somehow, fake news will grab yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I it's a. Uh, during since March, it was becoming it was becoming a problem. 
about how many bottles I was buying. And so I'd cut cold turkey. <laughs> and I like how he talks about it like it's like a, a pure addiction. Yeah. It is. It is. I mean, it probably the, is. The, the, the enjoyment of like finding something that you really wanted or you really like. Yeah. And then buying it and then coming home and then either opening it or like staring at it for two weeks until you finish off a bunch of other stuff before you can open it is like it's, it's super exciting. And I haven't, uh, I haven't, ha- I haven't enjoyed that thrill in I mean, over it, a month now. It'll only harm his body if he ac- if he actually drinks the bottles. That's true. Oh, oh. that's true. You're losing weight though. I'm over the, over the past kidding. thirty days, I've my garbage man must think I had like I'm three parties. Kidding. I just kept I just finishing all these bottles. I'm just kidding. No, I know it's funny though. It is funny. Anyway, so my bank account looks great. But, so that's a positive. But the the your your, your the, belt or your waistline looks great. I had to I had to tighten up the belt one loop one uh, one notch. This guy quit bragging over here. Yeah, I think they're just falling down further. It's not really my belly's not really oh, going. You're shrinking. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, my ass is getting smaller, <laughs> but my belly's getting bigger. I'm like Hank Hill over here. Well, that's well, my, those nice. You feel great. better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you look good. You feel better. I feel, your your wallet's fatter. I think I need to go to Benny's tomorrow. I think I think, I think I 2020 is Garrett's year. That's not true. <laughs> This 2020 has been a kick in the pants. Sweet. Thinking about uh, talk about kicking the pants. What uh, what do we got to to drink for some whiskey over oh, here? Oh, you guys are gonna make fun of me again because I brought something that's high proof. Um, we are doing today uh, a product called Pinhook. This is something that's available at Benny's all the time. I don't know about any of the smaller stores. I don't really look for uh, products like this at the smaller stores. The uh, this is MGP juice. It's a rye. It's and then bottled at um, what's it? You still working on that last whiskey? Oh yeah, I'm not worried about that. Okay. The um, and then it's uh, it's blended at uh, what's it? What is it? Something in Key Distillery, Lock and Key, uh, Castle and Castle Key. and Key Distillery. Really? Yeah. Nice. That's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, Everybody just, says that that uh, tour down there in the grounds down there it's is supposed amazing. To be amazing. Yeah, it's supposed to be beautiful, super gorgeous, like crazy cool. Um, Where is that at? It's in Kentucky. Yeah. Okay. So the interesting part about them is that every year they come out with a, a new batch of bourbon and a new batch of rye, and they're blended somewhere between like 60 and 80 barrels, um, and they're big into horse racing, which is perfect for Kentucky. So every different batch has a name of a super famous horse that lived forever ago. So the one we have now is from two, 2019 called Rye Humor, which is perfect because it's a rye. Uh, it's a straight rye. They say it's uh, at least four years old, but there's rumors that there's stuff up to 12 years in this. And it's 95% rye, 5% malted barley. Um, and it's got like a baby blue wax on it. So if you see that, that's the one we're talking about. It's 114 proof. Is all their packaging look like this with the baby blue wax? No, they're all different colors. Uh, so it's a white with a different color. I love the packaging. of the. Um, so it looks so like it's got like the diamond... Um, so it's got like a cross diamond pattern. You they, see, like, like a lot of jockey horses, a lot of like, jockeys, and a lot of horses and stuff like that like, with the horse on it. Yep. Dude, it, it, the, I love the packaging. I always have, and I haven't drank much of this, yeah, so it's I'm like really excited to try it. Long, like Eagle Rare style bottle. Yeah. I think it actually might be the exact same bottle as Eagle Rare. Cool. Or each Taylor. Not each Taylor, might be a little taller. But, um, do you guys ready for this? Yes. So I haven't, ready for this. I haven't had this in. Probably don't don't drop the mic. I haven't had this pro move <laughs> in a little bit over a year, um, but this this bottle has been sitting in my basement since. What, what's it the came uh, out. the alcohol by uh, volume? It's 114 proof. Ooh. 
Nice. In general, with MGP rye, the higher the proof doesn't necessarily like kick you in the pan, in the back of the throat. It should be. I opened the bottle maybe a half hour ago, so it should have breathed a little bit. Did you mention pricing? I don't know if you mentioned that. I, I don't know if I heard it. Uh, I didn't talk about it. It's, okay, sorry. It's about 50 bucks. Okay. My bad. It isn't. I mean, it's uh, attainable, and it's just not, not going to break the bank. Usually, I like to talk about the price after we talked after we tried it, so you don't Johnny's totally, just slamming totally over there without cheers it, and totally judge it by the price, which is which is not easy to do. So I think it, I think it smells like a rye. In my humble opinion, it it tastes to me nowhere near 114. Right, which I think I just said. Right, like the the MGP rye doesn't, the proof doesn't necessarily mean it. Well, I'm proof then. What's that? I'm proof that it doesn't taste like it's 114. Right, it's less? Way less. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. It's smooth. Real smooth. It's really smooth. So MGP <clears throat> used to get this uh, bad rap as saying like, oh, you're buying sourced whiskey. Uh, it's not as good as, or not as cool as um, some, you making it yourself. And then people started realizing that MGP rye is really, really good. So then it became like a badge of honor to have MGP rye in, on, a, on a bottle. I'm getting some wonderful spice notes in there, <clears throat> like a like a cinnamon tobacco combo. Yep, I get a little, I get that. I get some citrus, um, definitely cinnamon for sure. I'm in. I'm getting a bottle. I love it. Do they make other expressions? Yeah, so there's a standard bourbon, a standard rye, and then full proof or higher proof of either. Um, all around fifty or yeah, they're all they're all very similar in price. I think nice. the difference between the standard rye and a high proof rye might be like ten or twelve bucks. I think for like forty to fifty bucks, this could be like an everyday drinker. You know what I mean? I'm I'm always in the market yeah. for a thirty to fifty dollar bottle that I can drink and open it regularly and know that I'm going to be able to get it regularly without having to stand in line. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the standing line thing sucks. Um, and I do think that if you were to make a Manhattan, this would be a killer Manhattan. Mm. I hate Manhattans, but I've made this with the Manhattan, and it's turned out pretty nice. But that was also a year ago. I, I think if I was going to get this, now that I've had it and I saw this, um, this would be a post-dinner drink for for me on the rocks. Yeah. And I th- I think I would take as long as I could to drink it. Because uh, I think it would, probably, it would just open up with flavor mm-hmm. as time goes on. Another thing along with the packaging, when they first came out with their product, it was like a two-and-a-half-year-old, three-year-old product, and it was it was fine. It was good. But the wax on top was impossible to get off. You needed like an axe and a chisel. Like I had a problem with that before. Um, so that's why I opened this before the, the show because I didn't want to have waste our entire hour of me trying to get this bottle open. So uh, they fixed that wax problem. It's very easy to get off now. So if you didn't like Pinhook before because it was impossible to open, um, rethink, rethink, that, rethink that. That's not a great sales pitch. If you had a problem opening our package before, <laughs> you're gonna really like this shit now. Well, it makes a big difference when you're behind the bar too, right? When you're like stuck trying to open up a new bottle for this guy, and you only need like a quarter ounce more. You're like, I'll just give it to you for free without having to yeah. open a new one. Hey, absolutely. Hey, Joe. Hey. Is this one of those bottles that could get like <clears throat> popular and then like you just can't find it anymore? Mm. Does that still happen? I doubt it because it's only four years old. Uh, yeah. If this got to like eight or ten, then probably. Yeah, the price would also significantly increase as well. Yeah, um, but there's there's they're making their own juice now too. So it, they're doing it a way where they're sourcing a bunch of stuff and then they are adding some of their own over time. Cool. So they should be out of the MGP game 
probably in the next 10 years. Awesome. I, I think it's delicious. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this uh, eight and a half. Oof. Yeah. Yeah? I, I really like it. I, I think that it, um, it would might turn some customers off that I would try to pitch this to based on the proof. Mm-hmm. But once they tried it, they'd get over there real quick. Okay. But, it's, but for me, I, I, I love it. I'm going to give it a eight, three, and uh, I'm buying one for myself, and I'm gifting the other one. I think it's cool, cool package, cool colors, and I think it tastes really good. Nice. I didn't say what, what I was going to do with it. Um, I'm going to buy one for the house. Nice. Yeah, next time I see it. Johnny, I think, already said he wants to buy it. Johnny's yeah. going to buy it. He's in. I'm definitely in. He yeah, already bought it. it. I give it like an 875 for me. He bought this bottle for me right now. <laughs> 70 bucks. Can you believe it? <laughs> three quarters. Oh, three three 50. quarter gone. Open bottle for 35 Yeah, but convenience. It's already here. And, and he aired it out for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet. So um, we got about ten minutes left of the the recording. Um, we're trying we're trying to do this new thing where we're keeping it within an hour time limit, so we can just kind of I don't just just get them done and have fun and, and do it up. So um, I just want to open up to you boys. Anything? Any last things you want to talk about before we uh, we close this out, or anybody you want to say hi to? Um, not, big, to put, not to put you on the spot. I didn't mean to. Big shout out to my father in law who hasn't listened to one episode before last week and then watched the entire episode last week and then i saw him two days later he goes well so when's the next one coming out so big shout out to uh my first family member uh listening to it nice dude yeah. that's cool very cool johnny what, what you got man i got no shout outs i have no contact with the outside world <laughs> <laughs> you literally played nine today and then went out to a bar <laughs> i know <laughs> actually i'm thinking back on like early covid uh I mean, obviously, nobody had any contact early COVID when we were like all stuck at home for like the first couple of months. But yeah, uh, beyond that, um, yeah, I've been getting out, you know, playing some rounds of golf and uh, and scooting and scooting around and playing some softball now, fall softball. So things are kicking back into gear. So cool, man. Well, uh, we repeat, really appreciate you guys joining us, and uh, I'm super stoked that we got to do this again. Um, I love being down here, and I love kicking it with both of you, and then I love hearing all the feedback, and uh, it just kind of part of my life and part of what we do and, and i'm glad we get to keep doing this so love you guys um real quick uh we're gonna bring on actually so next week or the next time we get together and record i'm gonna bring on some dark beers for us to talk about uh good stuff for the fall uh stuff that uh, i think is really good for the winter to hunker down when you are sitting in front of a fire some good dark roasty beers to talk about uh and drink um that's what i'm gonna bring next week um garrett have you talked about with thought about whiskey at all yes okay that's a good answer um there's a new product coming out by makers the 101 the 101 i was just going to talk about that it just dropped it just dropped so 30 bucks a bottle nice and it it seems like it's going to be a nice bottle to pick up i like the packaging on it it should be like a yearly thing just like the r690 or whatever it was uh the r2d2 r2d2 90 uh it should be the should be yearly release like that Awesome. And one last, <clears throat> what other product just got, got dropped that we just got that people should come by and drink uh, over at Maze and Social? Ah, Michter's Toasted Rye Barrel mm, Proof. The toasted stuff. Super good. So come by the Burger Social, come by Maze and Mash, listen to the Sipping Social Podcast, contact us, send us some emails, text us, come into the restaurant and, and talk to us and, and tell us what you wanna, want us to talk about. So uh, good hanging out with you guys. Have some drinks. We'll see you for the next cocktail. Cheers. Cheers. Later.
First of all, we'd like to thank all of our listeners, families, and friends that support us throughout this. We couldn't do this without you. Subscribe to us on iTunes and check out exclusive content at our website, SippingSocialPodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about us. A huge thank you to our producer, John, in the Underground Studio. A shout-out to our boy, Johnny Perona and Davenport Ed. That's the rockin' music you're hearing in the background. Thanks again, and we look forward to the next cocktail with you. Well, I'm drinking the Eagle Rare Benny's Pick. Yeah, barrel 003. Whatever that means. I don't know. Sounds delicious. Damn, we should record that. We are. Yeah. Plug that in. All right, sweet. All right, um, Johnny's then, back to six hours <laughs> editing. No, no, Shit. we're not doing that.